Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. There is an exercise that we will explore today. And it's the first time that we've done it. And it's something that you probably are going to grow weary of over the next two years. But I think it can be fun. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. A two-man show today. Two years. What do you mean? We got to commit to to anything for two years? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We're going to have to wait a little bit. You'll understand what I mean in just a second. Uh, Brian Haydad has the day off. That was Michael Borky's voice. I'm Richard Cross. We're glad to be with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Two 18-hole championship golf courses, the Oaks, the Azaleas, pristine condition called uh, the Azaleas course in particular has been called by Golf Digest the Augusta You Can Play how do you play it? Well, you go on to uh, dancingrabbit uh, dancingrabbitgolf.com, and uh, you can book your tee time there. Plan your trip. Give them a call if you need help with uh, putting together a, uh, a group outing, and they will take care of you. Dancing Rabbit Golf Course, part of Pearl River Resort. You want to be a part of the conversation, we would love for you to join us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Let Seaspire help you with all of your IT-related business needs. Seaspire.com slash business. So, Michael Borky, we have to wait two years. Oh, we have to wait two years for this to happen. Okay. Yeah. The 12-team college football playoff. It's going to be a little while before that is fully enacted. But we think it's going to happen in a couple of years. And so for the first time, other than when we were like putting it together, hey, what it would have looked like in previous years, it's the first place I've seen this. Ross Dellinger at Sports Illustrated, who, by the way, will join us a little bit later this afternoon on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com. Go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Has put together a mock 12-team bracket based on three weeks of results in this 2022 season. I mean, is that future casting? Yes, it absolutely is. But they didn't do it based on where everybody is headed. They did it based on what we've seen so far. And as a result, 
one of the very few teams that is yet to play a Power 5 team that is a Power 5 team and is ranked in the top five nationally in the AP poll is left out of this. And that's the Michigan Wolverines. So, 12-team model features automatic qualifiers to the six highest-ranked conference champions, six at-large selections to the next six highest-ranked teams. So there is some projecting as to who the conference champions will be. But Ross and the team at Sports Illustrated took into into account that if a team has played a bunch of cupcakes, we're looking at you, Michigan, it will be reflected in this seeding. There's actually a reason that I think this is fun to look at. Because this exercise underscores how big the game in Oxford in two weeks is. Now what, nine days away, ten days away, the Ole Miss and Kentucky game. So here is your (laughs) mock projected 12-team playoff, if there was a 12-team playoff this year. Number one overall seed, which gets a buy into the second round, is Georgia. The number two overall seed is Ohio State. By the way, Georgia, you want to talk about undisputed. I mean, what they did to Oregon in week one, what they did on the road against South Carolina in week three. Yeah, they're number one. Ohio State at two. Southern Cal, based on what they've done so far, at three. And Clemson at four. Then you get into the on-campus games. Remember, five, six, seven, and eight will host games in the first round, we think, at their stadium. Penn State would be hosting a game as the number five seed. Alabama as the number six seed would be hosting. Oklahoma as the number seven seed would be hosting. And Arkansas as the number eight seed would be hosting. Who would those opponents be? Arkansas would host Oklahoma State. Oklahoma would host Kentucky. Which says to me, the winner of that Ole Miss-Kentucky game in two weeks... Based on only what we've seen so far. I mean, this is this is a little bit of a far-fetched exercise again. But if you were seeding the playoff that doesn't exist, after week five, <laughs> the winner of Ole Miss-Kentucky will be in the playoff. That's significant, though, because this is what we've been talking about for so long. That's a big game. It's going to be a big game. Despite it being at 11 a.m., I expect it to be a... Very few empty seats, if any at all. Oh, no, it's going to be packed. There are like 800 tickets remaining for that game. But at the end of the day, what is on the line? What is truly on the line? A Sugar Bowl? Which is cool. I love New Orleans. I love New Orleans. Yeah, you do. It's, a, it's my favorite place to go visit. Love it there. But imagine what that would feel like if it were the winner is on the right side of the playoff bubble. Mm-hmm. It just makes that what a game that will feel big because it hey, will. Borky. Hey, Borky. It, it just means more. It just means more. Exactly. But that's exactly what it would be. It's why the people like, like, like Barrett Salee, who I like, saying that it ruins the regular season. No, because Ole Miss Kentucky, a game that traditionally nobody cares about. This year's a different story. Kentucky's mm-hmm. a a well-respected program under Mark Stoops and, and nationally sorry state fans. Everybody loves Lane Kiffin. The, the only people that don't, 
spent some time in their life in Octibaha County or Knoxville, Tennessee. Otherwise, and a lot of the people in Knoxville like Lane Kiffin, and there's some people in Starkville that begrudgingly like Lane Kiffin. Yeah, true. Brian Haydad's one of them. He says it all the time. He's like, I so badly want to hate this guy, and I just can't. He's a draw. He's his his teams play well. All that. So this game is away from what you would expect an Ole Miss Kentucky game to be and feel like. But add playoff stakes to it, mm-hmm. and it goes from feeling big and big crowd and NFL quarterback on the other sideline allegedly, and all this stuff would be magnified ten times over because now winners on the right side of the playoff bubble. Yeah. That matters. And if, you, and if you win that game, you actually still have a margin for error, right? You you win a game that you have to in October, and it gives you the ability to lose a game somewhere down the stretch, possibly be a one-loss team, and still have a chance to be a part of the playoff. The 6-11 matchup is Alabama hosting NC State. I would feel sad for NC State in that scenario. And the 5-12 game, Penn State-Appalachian State. Now, Appalachian State does have a loss, but based on the group of five teams that are out there, because they have the win against Texas A&M, and because of that Hail Mary victory against Troy on Saturday, they have a slight nudge over a 3-0 Tulane, a 3-0 SMU or Coastal Carolina, or a one-loss Cincinnati whose one loss was on the road against Arkansas. So people are like, oh, are they going to be blowouts? Well, maybe. I I would think that Oklahoma would be a significant favorite over Kentucky. Arkansas-Oklahoma State might be an incredible football game. And you would get it in Fayetteville. I would think that in a playoff scenario, Alabama would probably be pretty comfortable against NC State. But Alabama is not without flaws this year. And then Penn State would probably be a prohibitive favorite against Appalachian State. But you think after what you've seen from Appalachian State, they'd go to Beaver Stadium and be intimidated? No, sir. Probably not. That place is nuts, though. If chalk held, like if all the higher-seeded teams won, you'd get Georgia-Arkansas... Ohio State, Oklahoma, Southern Cal, Alabama, Clemson, Penn State? Oh, I mean, just... I know Georgia's better than everybody else and all that, but sign me up. Sign me up for Oklahoma, Ohio State. It's a shame that wouldn't happen in Columbus, though. I hate that they have made the semifinals at both sites. I understand why... Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um... I understand why. I get it. That takes away from what it could be. I I, I agree. I would I, I would love for the first two rounds to be on campus, and then you go with the format that you've got right now. But I don't think that's what we're going to get, and I'm not going to complain about it too much. Not too much. I mean, Georgia, Arkansas, in New Orleans, Clemson, Penn State, in. Where? Charlotte. Miami. I think they're going to use the existing games. Uh. Ohio State, Oklahoma, and the Rose Bowl. 
or Alabama USC in the Rose Bowl and the other one in Phoenix? Or maybe you get Georgia, Arkansas, and Atlanta. I don't know. We'll see. Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon for all of your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. Still heavy construction delays today on 468 just uh, to the east of Old Pearson Road and in Madison County delays on 55 southbound in between Highway 16 and Highway 22. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. How can R.J. Young help you? With digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology, R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. We believe you can't put a price on love. That's why we built a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With 10 times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love. Complete with your center diamond starting at less than $1,000. Case after case of gorgeous rings, all priced $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 and up. And with Juniker's flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement ring for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring for you. Junica Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junicajewelry.com. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Whoa! What you got there, Borky? That's new, new bump music, isn't it? I just haven't played it. All right. I'm digging it. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Thanks for being with us. Some of your questions on the C Spire text line 601 879 4395. 
Aaron and Meridian. How big will Kentucky Ole Miss be if A&M beats Arkansas? Um, big, I guess. It would be, in the 12-team playoff scenario, even bigger. If A&M beats Arkansas, um, you got a chance at game day. They don't like going to 11 a.m. kickoffs, though. No, because the crowd usually thins out around the stage if, if it, that happens. They, that, they that, move the last like 45 minutes of the show to within the, the stadium. stadium. Yeah. Uh, Jason says, I'm sorry, I'm a state guy, and I'm jealous as heck that Ole Miss got Lane Kiffin. Guy's a great football coach. Another message, this comes from the uh, the Gulf Coast, I think. It says, I'd give 100 Mike Leeches for one Lane Kiffin to be at Mississippi State. Kelso. Mm, I see what you're doing, Kelso. He says, y'all know who App State has this weekend, right? We got a little App State James Madison action this week? I think James Madison has like the most efficient quarterback in the country or something like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big deal. Ben says, it will get to where the playoffs matter and other bowl games are just a game slash prize. Division II teams like Delta State have had playoffs for years. It makes really big games and winning matter. People will come to love the playoff experience and expansion. He says the campus aspect of it does add. That's right. And it's something, too, that we'll talk about later. Um Lane Kiffin needs to look around when he when he's complaining about fan attendance at the Troy and Central Arkansas game. He needs to look around. LSU didn't fill up their stadium for a night conference game. Okay, there's empty seats everywhere for the good games. So when you've got the Central Arkansas Bears fresh off a loss to Missouri State, sorry your fans aren't going to be jazzed up for that one, dude. Take your seven and a half million dollars and just be happy anybody shows up to that game. This would help some of that. Some of it. Because you've got teams that... Take Oregon, for example. After Oregon lost to Georgia, their fans are a little bit different. But this year, that loss effectively ended their season. If you think about it. They won't make the playoff now. It won't happen. They won't make it. Mm. It's not going to happen. I guarantee you. I would bet my car my house on it. Oregon well, I mean, will not think, make the playoff. They I can win the rest of their it. games and they won't. Yeah, I, I I would disagree with you on that. I think they if they lose again, they're done. But I think if they run the table in, in the Pac-12... That would mean they would have to overcome Clemson, Ohio State or Michigan, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia. The, the one loss, especially with the way it looked, there's too many hurdles to overcome. Yeah, I, I just think because it was week one and because Washington looks like to be a pretty confident football team. That would mean there's a win against Washington. It would mean a win against Washington State and Oregon State, who both look pretty decent. And it also would be, I don't know if they play Southern Cal in the regular season. I don't have the schedule pulled up. But it would likely mean a win over Southern Cal in the conference championship game. A lot of hurdles. A lot of hurdles. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't think they're going to not lose another game the rest of the year. They won't play a playoff-implicated game again unless they do run the table. And and the Pac-12 championship game will be their next playoff-implicated game. This week, they would have one. This week, they would have one. If it had been expanded to 12. When it it happens. It might get people to show up more. 
you're more inclined to go to games that matter more, right? It's hard to talk somebody up to go into see Central Arkansas play. Hell, it's hard to get people when when Auburn comes to Oxford, for example. It's going to be hard to get people to go to that one, really, if Auburn's uh, as bad as we think they are. I, I disagree on that one. Ole Miss like filled I, up two games last year. Two. That's seven home games. Two of them were full. Yeah. And Arkansas is a stretch. So it yeah. could have been three, but it wasn't three. Arkansas had a few thousand empty seats. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just think that that this Ole Miss, I mean, it's going to be full for Kentucky. You get to October 15th, and that's probably your best weather game of the entire season. For your second SEC game, you're done with all the non-conference stuff. Then you're going to get Alabama, and it'll be full for Alabama, and then you're going to get State for the Egg Bowl. And depending on how the season is gone, it's probably going to be, I don't know that it'll be full, full, but it'll be close to full for that. It's kind oh, of a weird... The point is... More meaningful games will get people to show up. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And I think it matters for like a team like Oregon we're talking about a second ago. So you tell you you don't think if Oregon runs the table, they're a playoff team this year. So they're sitting no. at fifteen in the country, right? They've got Washington State left, Stanford, who's functional, Arizona's bad, UCLA's the luckiest three and team in America, Cal's not very good, Colorado's awful. Washington, who's a top twenty team, Oregon, who's or Utah, who's a top fifteen team, Oregon State, who might be a top twenty five team, and then Southern Cal, who probably will be a top ten team. There's, I mean, it could sure they could, but but again, they have to win all of those games. Ohio State and Michigan would have to lose twice. Clemson would have, depending on what loss it is, you would have to get over Ohio State, Michigan, Clemson. At this point, maybe Penn State, throw them in there. Alabama, Georgia, Texas, if they run the table, they're a playoff team. If Oklahoma, I mean, you know, there, there's too many hurdles for you know them we're to get over after that loss. You know we're doing what we hate right now, making yeah. it all about the college football playoff. Sure. But, the, it, but, but the backdrop for this is it's not about the four-team playoff. That was a little bit of an offshoot. It's what getting to the 12-team playoff will mean. For a team like Oregon, who loses to Georgia in the SEC or in the season opener, that loss won't matter for Oregon in two years. You can play that game and you can lose it, but go win your conference and you're still in the playoff. Hopefully, it will lead to some better scheduling for teams all across the country. A uh, question that came. I love thinking about the coming playoff, but how do you put Appalachian State in front of UNC, who they lost to? Well, Appalachian State in this scenario would be the highest-ranked Group of Five champion, and therefore would get an automatic bid. Mike in Oxford, how is Penn State seated above Alabama? My guess is because they have road wins at Purdue and at Auburn. That's all I've got. I know Alabama's got the road win against Texas, but I think they're getting knocked a little bit because they didn't look great doing it. I mean, they're very much still in the playoff as a sixth seat. But the idea that Ross Dellinger had was Penn State has looked more impressive. Uh, Tennessee sold out Akron, who lost 52 to nothing the week before. Borky mentioned that yesterday. It's impressive. It's very impressive. And Tennessee's had a long run of not selling their stadium out. They are fired up. 
That's an outlier, though. Yeah. That, that is not the norm. Auburn didn't fill up Jordan Hare. Undefeated Auburn hosting Penn State, and a lot of Penn State, Penn State people went to that game. Was it not full? Corners were empty. Huh. Now, it's, it's just a few thousand seats, but yeah. tell me 10 years ago that was the case. Uh, Matthew in Oklahoma says, off-topic question, what's the chance of Coach Prime going to Auburn if they fire their coach? That does not strike me as a job that would be terribly appealing to Deion Sanders. To Coach Prime? They, they don't have... Tell me if I'm wrong. They don't have the self-confidence to hire somebody and let him not just be about Auburn. Somewhere along the way, Alabama swallowed its pride because they wanted Nick Saban so badly, and they said, we are willing to hand the keys to the program to you. It is your program, period. From what the stationery that notes look like going out to who you hire to how you hire them to budget autonomy to facilities improvements, all of that stuff, Nick Saban, it's his decision. That was hard for Alabama, but they did it, and it has worked for them. As hard as it was for Alabama, it would be even more difficult for Auburn to let go. Its boosters don't let go. And there's about five decades' worth of evidence to point to that being a true statement. And I don't think its boosters would let go especially for an unproven at the Division I non-national championship winning head coach like Deion Sanders and Coach Prime. And I think, I, I, think, I think Deion's smart enough to know that and probably would look at the previous situations and realize that he would not have full autonomy and therefore probably wouldn't go down that road. He's going to get an opportunity if he wants it. The question is, does he want it? And how selective is he going to be? Where is he going to be content to stay where he is and continue to build things at Jackson State? Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 95. Tonight, clear skies, low around 71. Your Wednesday has sunny conditions for you, high near 96. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 71. And your Thursday, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate. Triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now till the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of 
of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire Rated and FEMA approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Winning requires the right gameplay. Like the impressive towing and payload you'll only find in the 2023 Ford F-150 truck. No wonder Ford F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 45 years straight. The 2023 Ford F-150. Greatness starts here. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm JT Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During an appearance on CBS's 60 Minutes Sunday night, President Joe Biden said that he believes the COVID-19 pandemic is over. The pandemic is over. We still have a problem with COVID. We're still doing a lot of work on it. Uh, it's, but the pandemic is over. If you notice, no one's wearing masks. Everybody seems to be in pretty good shape. And so I think it's changing, and I think this is a perfect example of it. Following President Biden's comments, Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest and other Republicans in the House are calling for an end to the national emergency declaration induced by COVID-19. Since being issued in January of 2020, the federal government has spent upwards of $10 trillion under the declaration. And today is National Voter Registration Day. To learn how to register in Mississippi, log on to supertalk.fm. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. 
from the coast to the delta and all points in between the stories of your mississippi all 82 counties are heard here with super talk mississippi news what happens why does it happen and how will it affect you your family and your bottom line from the capital to your county we bring you the most important stories from all across the state stay here and stay informed super talk mississippi news online at supertalk.fm Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. A lot of questions for you on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 not just questions comments also which uh, you can send our way love to hear from you why is the auburn job considered elite by so many talking heads they have two rings in their football history and one was a scandal just don't see where it's a top tier job it is a top tier job because of the commitment to winning there. Financially, they're able to do that. It's a place where you can recruit at a really high level. The facilities are absolutely top-notch, and there's a history of winning. And I know you know, two rings in their football history, but they've been in it in recent years. Not every year, but they win the championship under Chiswick. They play for another one under Malzahn. They've got wins over Alabama, a bunch of them, in the last 20 years. I say a bunch, half a dozen. They have SEC championship game appearances. It's absolutely a place you can win. It's harder to win, though, because they are in the shadow of Alabama in their own state, which would be difficult for anybody. And because of that... They meddle. So, somebody, let me let me try and tie two thoughts together here, Borky. Somebody sent us a message that said, um, thinks the, I think it was Chase, said he thinks that the only place Deion Sanders leaves for is Florida State. And going into this year, we thought it was an altogether possi- uh, real possibility that Florida State might end up as a job that is open. They are off to a 3 0 start. Pretty good road win against Louisville. I I don't think Florida State is by any stretch of the imagination elite. But there are signs that after a really difficult post-national championship run at Florida State, that maybe Mike Norvell is turning the corner with this team and this program. And there are a couple of examples out there, it's rare, where... Schools are a little more patient. They don't fire a guy after two seasons because the immediate results weren't great. Mark Stoops at Kentucky is an example. Kentucky was patient with him. Mitch Barnhart was more patient with Mark Stoops than almost any athletics director in America would have been. And it's paid off for him big time. Florida State... I don't know that they were in a place where they could fire Mike Norvell financially a year ago. There probably were, well, not probably, there were a lot of people that wanted to. 
But he inherited a mess, and he's a good football coach, and he didn't become a bad football coach overnight. Are we seeing a little bit of evidence out there that if you are a little more patient, that if you stick it out for three or four more years, it may be more worthwhile than just pressing the reset button every two or three seasons? Yeah. I mean, you would think so, right? And same thing applies to the coaches that are being pursued. It's a two-way street. Um, Auburn specifically, because they're being measured against a level of which they cannot achieve. No, They cannot hire a coach that will win at Nick Saban's level while Nick Saban's at Alabama. They can't do it. It's impo- It won't happen. Nobody. Whether it be Coach Prime or Lane Kiffin or Urban Meyer or Hugh Freeze or whoever these people are, the names that these people are throwing out there, none of them will win to Nick Saban's level. They will always, because anybody would, be underneath that achievement. And because he's measured at that level, they're always going to be dissatisfied. If you're trying to get better... So I remember a a high school teammate of mine was trying to play college basketball. And he was working on jumping. Trying to, to get a better vertical jump. So when he'd go to these camps, and also just to play the game of basketball, he worked really hard at trying to get a better vertical leap. And... In our weight room, he would have the things that they use at the combine, right? Where you jump and you hit the the bars and it tells you how high you jumped. Yeah. You you can measure that and you can achieve a certain goal. But if he was trying to jump and touch our 20-foot ceiling, he was never going to get there. And he would work every single day and would keep changing his routine because he would never be able to touch that ceiling. It was never going to happen. But what I'm doing right now is not working, so i got to change it because i got to touch that ceiling. Reality is couldn't possibly happen. That's what Auburn is expecting right now. They want their coach to come in and beat Nick Saban right away and recruit the number one class in the country right away, even though they don't have the financial resources to be able to do that. They can't pay like A&M. But they expect the guy to do that right away. So that's... A difficult job in and of itself, but if you're Mark Stoops, for example, and Auburn calls, are you you going? Might be more money. I might be able to recruit better players, but you guys think I can go jump and touch that Nick Saban ceiling? I can't do it. And if I don't, you're going to dig around to see if I've been cheating on my wife. Mm. It's a they've created a toxic environment with unrealistic expectations. And now that the expanded playoff is coming, and now that TV money is going to be bigger than it's ever been, Kentucky football is a a nationally competitive program that can make regular, to a degree, playoff appearances starting two years from now. All right, you said a second ago, two-way street. And I think that's important. So... Schools are looking for the guy that will get them to the next level. And you got certain schools that will pay whatever it takes to do that. I think Auburn falls into that category. When they make a change, they're going to say, we're willing to pay whatever it takes to get whoever it is we want. Now, they ended up with Brian Harson last time. That was a weird search. What about the, the other part of that? What if you go to a place as a coach and you start building something 
and you're being compensated well, like you could probably make more money elsewhere, but the pressure is not super high, and you've got a vision for where it's headed, and you choose to stick it out. And no, I'm actually not talking about Lane Kiffin right now. Lance Leipold, somebody mentioned him on the ceasefire text line, has Kansas off to a 3-0 start. Kansas has been an absolute disaster for a really long time. Lance Leipold was the head coach at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater from 2007 to 2014. Won a bunch of football games there, too. He did. And then he was at Buffalo from 2015 to 2020. And now, in his, in his third year at Kansas, 21, no, he's in his second season at Kansas. And they're off to a 3-0 and start. What if Lance Leipold, when Nebraska or Arizona State or one of 20 other jobs that's going to come open, says, nah, I'm good. Like, I, I kind of like Lawrence, Kansas. It's a good college town. And I kind of believe in what we're doing. And our fans are excited. They're ready to build a statue of me after two years. And all we did was go 6-6 six and six and get to a bowl game this year. What if guys like that go, I'm good. That would be a little bit of a paradigm shift in this coaching world as well. And we could see it with Lane Kiffin. And then going back to where this conversation started, because somebody asked this a second ago, and I think it's a relevant question. This was Lance. He said, are you talking about Mike Leach after this year at Mississippi State and give him more time to see if he can turn it around? Mike Leach got a good football team this year. I don't know if it's a great football team, but he's got a football team where he's going to win seven or eight or nine games this season. Is it possible that they stumble and they go six and six? Yeah, I guess so. Is it possible that they go crazy and they only lose one more the rest of the way? I guess it's possible. But I think the more likely outcome for Mike Leach and Mississippi State is they win seven or eight or nine when it's all said and done. So what if they win seven? What if they go seven and five? Does that mean you you press the restart button? Or do you stick with Mike Leach because of a track record and because you are committed to the process that it takes to build over a long period of time so that two years from now, you kind of turn the corner and you have that 9 or 10 win season, 10 or 11 win season. And if you win 10 or 11 in two years, you know what you are? Going full circle? You're a college football playoff team yes, in a 12-team playoff. Yep. I've already seen some of the talk about, you know, if they go 7-5 and five and lose the Egg Bowl, we need to change back to the two-way street. If you go two years and fired, three years and fired, you are making your job extremely unattractive to the next candidate. That has to be weighed in your decision. I don't think, considering the raise that he just got and the extension that he just got, that that's in the cards anyway. But if you really want to make your job unattractive, you'll fire established, two-decade-long head coach Mike Leach after his third season at a new place after you fired his predecessor after two years and going to two bowl games. It'll destroy your reputation. we got more coming up with you right after this. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. Outside of some delays, 55 southbound in between Highway 16 and Highway 22, as well as construction delays on 468 just east of Old Pearson Road in Rankin County. We're looking pretty good. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Call today to take advantage of their limited timeshare certificate special of 2% annual percentage yield on 12 months. Federally insured by NCUA, call 601-664-2085. Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. So how do you know if you have hail damage? Not all roof damage can be spotted from the ground. Gallo here from Experience Believe Me. You need a pro that you can trust to give you an honest assessment of your roof. There's no better team than Watkins Construction and Roofing. You can trust them to give you an honest evaluation. The Watkins team will answer your call 24-7 and give you a complimentary roof inspection and estimate. Plus, count on them to get back with you as fast as the next business day. Financing's available. Count on the pros. Watkins, 601-966-8233. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Mazda Jackson. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mazda in stock. Get super low 1.9% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.49% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come score big at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With proof credit on select models, see dealer for details. What are the best-dressed homes wearing this fall? Miss Kelly's Furniture. Cozy up to the latest styles, from classic to contemporary and everything in between. Dress up your home and save as much as $300 and spread your payments out over five years with no money down. Play with patterns, add some drama, or just some finishing touches. With $300 off and five years special financing, updating for fall isn't just easy, it's so much fun. Happy fall, y'all, from Miss Kelly's. Swing into the Sanderson Farms Championship for a good time and a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Children's of Mississippi to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits each year. Last year, $1.5 million were raised for Children's of Mississippi, and more than $300,000 were raised for over 60 additional Mississippi charities. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and Supertalk TV. We've got coach audio for you today, coaching press conferences with uh, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin. Those happened yesterday. We'll get to them in the 4 and 5 o'clock hours. Also, Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated will join us on the Farm Bureau guest line a little bit later, a couple of hours from right now. Uh, 5.37, I believe, is the time that we are doing that this afternoon. Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Brian Haydad has the day off. Thank you for being with us. It's a Lions Tuesday. We can start this process right now. It'll carry over in to the 4 o'clock hour. There's some big ones. Georgia, a 46-point favorite at home against Kent State. So Georgia covers with ease in the opener against Oregon. They do not cover in week two, but maybe you should have seen that coming with uh, Samford because of the relationship. And I don't even know that there like there was not a readily available line for that game, but it would have been more than what thirty-three to nothing. I think was the final. Uh, they cover with ease last week on the road against South Carolina. Big number this week, forty-six against Kent State. Borky, has Georgia become that team that you don't really care what the number is, you're willing to lay it, or do we need a little more evidence as to how are they going to approach games like this? Yeah, we need more because Samford, personal connection with Kirby Smart and Samford's head coach, so there was a respect factor there. But you never know. I mean, Lane Kiffin made reference to it. They could have gotten Altmaier some looks at the end of the game and he said it was because of Jeff Collins's hot seat that they chose to shut it down and run the ball. Regardless of the hot seat on the other side, that's the right decision in a 42 to nothing game. If you put in your backup, just hand the football off and go home. Uh, but still, you, you don't know. If Georgia gets up five touchdowns, I mean, they pull Bennett, they, they get everybody off the field, and what if they just decide to run 40 seconds off the clock and you get a weird turnover here or there and they just don't cover a 46-point line because they completely shut it down? Yeah. They've already done that once. Yeah, fifty-three to seven is a push. Yeah. See, ooh, no. But if I tell you that Georgia wins fifty-nine to nothing or fifty-nine to three, are you even a little bit surprised? No, no. Big lines terrify me. Auburn is a seven-point favorite against Missouri. This one is fascinating to me. Based on what Auburn has left on its schedule, I don't think there's anything that Brian Harson can do to change what the eventual outcome is going to be for him as head coach of the Auburn Tigers. But an Auburn win over Missouri, considering what Missouri has looked like this year, how badly they got beaten against a just kind of competent team in Kansas State, an Auburn win over Missouri with what Missouri still has left on its schedule, could kind of start things down a really uncomfortable path for Eli Drinkwitz. 
Yeah, I mean, this is this a, is an it's a more important game for Missouri than it is for Auburn. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, the loser of this game is he coaching? Look into your crystal ball. Is the loser of this game coaching at their current school? First game, twenty twenty three. Obviously, if Harson loses, he won't be. I mean, he's not going to be anyway, but you got to apply it to both. Will the loser yeah. of this game not be coaching at the beginning of 2023? I, I just don't know enough about how things operate at Missouri to be able to forecast whether or not they're ready to make a change. I, I, I just I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't think Brian Harson is going to be the head coach at Auburn next year. But I don't know with Eli Drake. I mean... If Missouri goes four and eight, I mean, obviously he is very much on the hot seat next season. But do they pull the trigger after this year? I don't know. I think Missouri's a hard job. I think Gary Pinkle, you're reminded of just how good a job he did with that program, considering where they are right now. Mississippi State is a 30-point favorite at home against Bowling Green. Does that do anything for you? It only does because of what we do and where we do it. But I mean, forty-four ten is a cover. Forty-four fourteen is a push. Oh. Forty-seven seventeen is a push. Bowling Green is quite not good. Forty-nine twenty-one is a loss. I don't I don't know. It's a lot of points. Tennessee is an eleven point favorite at home against Florida, and I think I love Tennessee in that situation. Yeah, it feels low, doesn't it? It's going to be nuts. Like I know game day I, I truly think that game day should go to Kansas. I really do. <laughs> but that place is going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be a good scene. Ole Miss, a three-touchdown favorite, 21-point favorite at home against Tulsa. You'll hear it later. Kiffin said that this might be, and by might be, I think he says it is, their toughest test so far this season. Well, they're, they're playing a team that has proven that it can score. I don't know that they can stop anybody, but they can score. We'll be back. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. The UN General Assembly is underway in New York City. Secretary General Antonio Guterres warning that the ideals the United Nations represents are in jeopardy. A winter of global discontent is on the horizon. A cost-of-living crisis is raging, trust is crumbling, inequalities are exploding, and our planet is burning. He also warned about cybersecurity, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, poverty, hate speech, and misinformation. President Biden is set to address the General Assembly tomorrow morning. Hurricane Fiona is hitting the Turks and Caicos Islands as a Category 3 storm after devastating Puerto Rico. Power remains out and drinking water is not readily available in many areas around the U.S. island territory. Fox's Evan Brown, that storm also left damage and flooding in parts of the Dominican Republic. America listening to Fox News.
The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A class action lawsuit filed in federal court Monday targets current and foreign mayors, public works directors, and contracting firms in what they're calling the ruination of the public water system in Jackson. The city is already facing another lawsuit from attorneys representing about 1,800 children impacted by contaminated water that was filed about a year ago. The suit seeks to cancel bills for the delivery of safe water that customers never received, the establishment of health centers for those dealing with health problems as a result, and the appointment of a neutral monitor to oversee the water system. According to WLBT, the suit also seeks to suspend efforts to privatize the water system until the case is resolved. And a Pope man has been arrested for repeatedly making 911 calls and making false reports about people being injured or in dangerous situations. 23-year-old Thomas Lee Jr. was arrested by Oxford police following months of false calls. He received a $10,000 bond and was served a felony warrant from the MDOC. Mississippi Lottery Powerball and Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve are giving one Mississippi Lottery insider a chance to become Powerball's first millionaire of the year. The New York Rockin' Eve promotion is packed with prizes, and you could win $1,000 just for entering early. Sign up to be a Mississippi Lottery insider by September 30th for a chance to become 2023's first millionaire. Rules and prize descriptions can be found at mslotteryhome.com promos. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Despite the pandemic, 2021 was a banner year for gaming along the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Larry Gregory is the executive director of the Mississippi Gaming Association. The gross gaming revenue was $1.6 billion. It was the highest on record. And of course, with the gross gaming revenue, you know, we have non-gaming revenue, you know, from restaurants to retail outlets, spas and all, all such. That was $509 million. So the total revenue for the Gulf Coast last year in 21 was $2.1 billion. The Tunica market brought in about $100 million last year. And, and uh, Vicksburg, Natchez, and, and the Delta Greenville area was $400 million. That adds up to $2.7 billion in gross gaming revenue. And restaurateur Tony Trapani passed away on Monday night. According to his family, he died peacefully. Funeral arrangements have not yet been announced. 
MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. Mississippi is my home. I've been all over the state and seen just about all there is to see. As a native, joining Farm Bureau is a no-brainer. They're there when I need them, with competitive rates and exceptional customer service. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Mm, from the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi. couple of reminders for you. Number one, I will own the fact that I screwed up and I am not without technology. I have two computer screens, two computers, and my phone in front of me, but my laptop I left in my office at home. And so that is where I have the spreadsheet that has all of the entries from our Polk's Pick 6 contest this past week. And so I'm not going to tell you today who the winner is. Tomorrow, we will tell you who the winner was from this past week, and we'll get that uh, six-pack of Polk's Meat products headed your way. I will tell you, we had two people that went six for six and had the exact same tiebreaker total score. And so we are efforting... Uh, the ability to say we have two winners in week one. We'll either do that or we will flip a coin. I'm not sure which it's going to be. Somebody is a winner. At least one somebody is a winner from week one. We will give you that information tomorrow, and I will remind you. I just want to put this in as a uh, a reminder, like on the, the calendar on your phone, that on Thursday, this week's Polk's Pick 6 contest will go live, and it will be your next chance to win a six-pack of Polk's Meat products. We're going to have fun with the uh, pick six throughout the season. Also, you can join Middays with Gerard Gibbert live in New Albany to kick off the 2022 Tallahatchie River Fest this Friday. The Tallahatchie River Fest is presented by BNA Bank, Baptist Memorial Hospital, Roberts Trucking, Family Clinic of New Albany, Renaissance Bank, and Wright Glass and Aluminum. For more information, you can go to visit, uh, I'm sorry, you can visit the website NewAlbanyMainStreet.com. It's NewAlbanyMainStreet.com for the Tallahatchie River Fest full rundown, um, which is coming up starting on Friday. It's always fun. We've been to that uh, a number of times in the past, and it's uh, a good time, and hopefully the weather will be great. I think we're supposed to catch a little bit of a break on the temperatures this weekend. Not as cool as it was, but certainly not as hot as it is Right now, 
Borky, they're talking like record, like all-time record high temperatures today, tomorrow, maybe Thursday in North Mississippi. That's boo, not fun. Boo to that. Well, and then, you know, hope it goes somewhere else, but next weekend? Meh. We're not talking hurricane stuff, are we? You know, it's it's a long way out. And it is. It's called a spaghetti model for a reason, right? Because it's, there's all different paths, and they're not all the same. But th- there is a chance that a hurricane, by that point, you hope, when it's up in North Mississippi, the remnants of a hurricane could possibly be impacting that game. Looking way off into the future, Saturday, October 1st, which is a big day here in the state of Mississippi, the projection is 82 degrees and sunny. And if that's what it is for that 11 a.m. kickoff against Kentucky, that'll be fine. That's fine. And then 3 o'clock in Starkville. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be just fine. Sports Talk Mississippi coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. A lot of you have already been in touch on the C Spire text line, 601 879 Four three nine five. We got a question. How do you get in on the pick six? It's not live right now. It will be on Thursday. You will have an, from like midday Thursday until ten forty five a.m. on Saturday to get your picks online. It's really simple. Supertalk.fm slash polks. You just go to that link. You uh, you you put your picks in right there. You enter your cell phone number, your email address, and your name. And then there's a tiebreaker, so you're picking six games, just winners, not even against the spread, six games, name, phone number, email address, and the tiebreaker for whichever game we specify, and you're entered. It takes the most overused word in the English language. It takes literally less than 60 seconds for you to get in on the contest. And uh, we will remind you about that a number of times between now and then. All right, we were looking at uh, at lines. By the way, that was ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. We stopped on Ole Miss and Tulsa, 21-point favorite, Ole Miss over Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa's going to sling it a little bit. A, a different challenge. You know, everybody talks about how good this Ole Miss secondary is. Mm-hmm. They, they have looked good. But Central Arkansas offered you nothing. Sims last week, not a passer. They got after Troy so much up front that they couldn't really throw the football. Yeah, Something similar is probably going to happen in this one. I think Ole Miss's defensive front is going to be so disruptive that you're not going to get a great look either. But at least this team is going to try to throw the football vertically so you can get a good look at your allegedly very good secondary that has not been tested yet. I think they're more than just allegedly good. I yeah, think those I guys are really good. Yeah, they, 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 but but yes. Uh, so is Ole Miss capable of winning by three touchdowns against Tulsa? Absolutely, they're capable of doubling that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ole Miss is absolutely capable of winning by forty on Saturday. I mean, these guys lost at Wyoming. Let, let's not oversell them. And Wyoming can't score, and they scored forty in double overtime. So we'll see. It's right for a possible it, sleepwalk. Yeah, I, I mean. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, is it also possible that Ole Miss wins by 17? Sure. Gets out to... I was talking to somebody about this game today. I could see it going like Troy. Jumping like out to a, just a, a four or five touchdown lead and just shutting it down. 
Yeah. They could be up 23 and then win 35-17. Kentucky at home is a 25-and-a-half point favorite against the NIU team that just lost at home to Vanderbilt. We'll get some transitive property there. Yeah, we will. I would be inclined to lay those points for Kentucky. My guess is that Mark Stoops really tries to kind of get his guys locked in going into the following week. Yeah, because another classic look-ahead spot, too, for them. Yeah. Um, by the way, Eastern Kentucky has a transitive property win over Notre Dame. So, Eastern Kentucky beat Bowling Green, who beat Marshall, who beat Notre Dame. Eastern Kentucky Bowling is better Green, than Notre Dame. How did Bowling Green beat Marshall last weekend? That was their second consecutive uh, overtime game. So, Eastern Kentucky beat them in overtime, and then they beat Marshall in overtime. So look out, State fans. You've got a team that's better than Notre Dame coming to coming to your place. Well, and so two years in a row, right, Bowling Green? They, they, they're they a 30-point underdog at Mississippi State, and that feels like it's probably about the right number. But last year, Bowling Green had a win over Pittsburgh, right? And Western Michigan beat Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. I uh, know. Who I believe is on state schedule next year, right? Western Michigan? Maybe so. I'll take your word for it. Arkansas is getting points against Texas A&M in Dallas. So, I'm obviously you know, the leader of the Texas 8-4 club. Correct. I'm on the board of directors. Their defense is nasty in a good way. Complimentary. Way, and and remember, in holding Miami to just three field goals, they were down two players because of targeting and two players because of suspension. Yeah, they were down four starters for the entire second half of that game, and still gave up nothing. Nine. Uh, that that team, I, I still think they're going to end up going eight and four. But I, when people just are putting W's next to Texas A and M. For both Ole Miss and State, just, ah, yep, they're going to win that one. Did you see A&M? They lost Appalachian State, W. I'd be careful because they, they've, they're they extremely well coached. We all know, we, we got to see what DJ Durkin can do, but if you mm-hmm. watched A&M play, they're doing it there too, and they've got athletes all over the field. They're, they're, they are one half bad, Texas A&M yeah, is. Uh, uh, you still got to score to win games. You do, but they're going to drive people nuts. And 17 is not going to win them a bunch of games in the SEC. 17 points. No. In fact, it cost them a game against Appalachian State two weeks ago. Where they scored 14, one of which was a return. That is correct. But still, Arkansas getting points in this game. Alabama is a 40-and-a-half point favorite against Vanderbilt. I would be inclined to lay the points in this one. LSU, 31-point favorite against New Mexico. South Carolina favored by 22 against Charlotte. South Carolina may take some frustration out on Charlotte this weekend. Feels like it. And now Shane Beamer has had to apologize. Do you see this? For what? So, what do you do? Uh, South Carolina had a fourth and nine. And I believe it was when they were switching quarters. It was in between quarters. They, they honored, a, a, I think, all of their female athletes on the field as part of a Title IX celebration. And when the the like ready to play, like they, they're at a commercial break, South Carolina's going for it on fourth and nine. He's 
waving, get off the field, get off the field. We want to snap the ball. We want to hurry, get off the field. And that was on the television broadcast, and a radio host in the state shared the video, and uh, he backpedaled a lot. Like, he was sharing it to support Beamer, and then when Beamer was getting backlash, suddenly he was supportive of the athletes. But either way, he had to apologize for being disrespectful to his female athletes by instructing them to get off the field. Well, there's two things. One, the students were chanting, get off the field. And number two, get off the field! We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Outside of your typical construction delays, we do have an accident on the right shoulder, northbound 55 at the 220 interchange. Expect some minor delays elsewhere. Things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Give Smith Brothers a call at 601-353-5217. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. As grandparents, you just want to have fun with your grandkids. Throw a few pitches. Catch a few slides. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center physicians deliver subspecialized care to make every step your best step so you can enjoy all that life has to offer. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center, 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus, you. I'm Mason Irby, your Madison County Edward Jones Financial Advisor. We're all about financial investments, but we also value the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Madison Central Football on Super Talk Jackson. Call me, Mason Irby, at 601-616-6872 or visit edwardjones.com for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Why trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions to repair your transmission? We're dedicated at doing only transmission repair. Okay, so we have a lot of people that call, do you do engine work, do you do general repair? And we're like, no. They're like, golly, y'all have treated me so well. I'd love it if you did well. The fact of the matter is the reason we can treat people so well at this one thing is because that's all we do. You know the old adage goes, do one thing and do it well? We kind of want to stick to that. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to colemantaylorjacksonms.com. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
All right, time to hear from coaches. Michael Borky, who are we going to begin with today? We got Lane Kiffin here. Uh, talks about his quarterbacks, Tulsa, all that good stuff. Let's do it. Players played really well. You know, um, in all three phases of the game, handled going on the road. Obviously not, you know, a hostile crowd like we'll eventually face, but still the obstacles of being on the road and being away from home. And, you know, put a pretty good recipe to, to win. You know, you basically make them go three and out or four and out, you know, every series. And then, you know, run the ball for over 300 yards and 60-some carries. You know, you're going a lot of games. So I thought they played with really good effort, good energy, and you know, for two games in a row, have not come out flat at half with huge lead, with with big leads, um, you know, like they did the first week. So a lot of progress there, but obviously we've got a lot of work to do with better opponents coming up, and it starts with the number one pass offense in the country by far, not even close. So. You know, this is a totally different challenge than we've had. And, um, you know, I think some people would say the best team that we've played. Most challenging team for sure, you know, schematically and passing game and the defense is very unique, even though we do a lot of the same stuff um, over the last two years. It's very unique from other people. Just uh, having watched the film and just your thoughts on Jackson's kind of response, the start of that third quarter and the whole third quarter after that interception to kind of uh, end the first half there. Well, he responded really well. I think six or so, I think six of six. You know, he came out in the second half uh, after the interception for over 100 yards, six of six or seven of seven, one of the two. So that's pretty good and didn't turn the ball over, you know, outside of that play. So uh, it was a really good job managing the game outside of that play, you know, trying to teach him this is not, you know, you got to take every game independent of how you play and what's going on with it. And, you know, this was a game where we were playing great defense. We were running the ball really well. So the last thing we wanted to do is take risk at the quarterback position because, you know, it's like analytics. You don't need to. So sometimes you do a little more, um, you know, when you're in a shootout. So I think you definitely learn from it. So. You don't like bad things to happen, but if they can happen and you can still win and you can learn from them, then they're better they happen then versus, you know, in a one-score game that you lose. Are you treating this week the same way as last week with the quarterbacks, or are you ready to make a decision? Yeah, we are. I know it's probably not exciting for you guys. Um, we'll get a lot of coverage on it. But, you know, it works what we're doing, and I would have liked the opportunity to throw more with Luke, but, you know, just having empathy for what was going on in that game and the other sideline and, you know, the hot seat or whatever, you know, he's on just really didn't feel like it was right where if it was, you know, a couple score game or something, Luke would have got to throw more there. Is there an update with Kari Coleman? It seemed like he left a little early in that one. Yeah, we expect him to play, you know, you know that. And so. 
good for other guys to get opportunities. Same with the, you know, targeting. Got other people to play, and you know, we got almost everybody in in some some form. So that was good. Offensively speaking, what are you still looking to clean up three games in? I think, you know, probably even though it wasn't a major issue, but in three games as whole, the pass protection with everybody, tight ends and backs included, um, which has been an issue. And, and, I mean, it's hard with the stats and the points to say a lot of things on defense, but, you know, we still haven't really been tested in a passing game, in my opinion. So, we're like I told him today, this is – you want to be tested. You got the best in the country coming at you. So um, we'll, we'll find something out Saturday. Coach, just got off the road. Big game every week. But Kentucky, you know, everybody's talking that game up. How, how, what do you tell your team to keep them grounded to make sure we take care of Tulsa? You know, <clears throat> I mean, not joking. You know, told them this morning, you got to understand rat poison. I mean, it, it's out there and it comes when you play really well. and especially when the outcome is what it looks like, you know, in the score. So, you know, now, you know, our running backs are hearing how great they are and defense and everything. And so, you know, you still got to look at the process of things. And we missed a, surprisingly probably to you, we missed a lot of holes in the running game, um, you know, where there were a lot of big plays left out there. So, you know, we got to keep plugging along and every week is independent of the week before. And, you know, these guys have to learn that because it doesn't matter what you did the week before and that's why you guys sit around and compare scores and you know well this team beat that team and then we played them and they played them I've done that game you know and you realize that doesn't matter at all you know because that's why there's surprises every Saturday do you have to pay a rights fee to Nick Saban to say rat poison I, I don't know um, it's a good thing he didn't probably didn't know because he doesn't look at social media or anything so he probably doesn't know when I copy him but um, I don't know where he got that from um, when we were there but it really is you know it is true and you got to remember like I tell our coaches our kids deal with that everywhere they go it's not just when you guys write about it they go to class and everybody tells them how great they are you know and um, so you know we got to be very careful of that especially with so many new players touched on this earlier about not having to do as much with your quarterback against Georgia Tech. In your mind, what what would be your preference for a balance in, in run-pass play calling? I mean, I, I say at the end of the year you like to be 50-50, but that's the end of the year because, again, every game's independent. you got no idea how it's going to go during the game, and you don't know. I thought that game would go that way, you know, probably running-wise, but then you think that sometimes and it doesn't. You know, I don't think anybody would have thought Arkansas would have been whatever it was, 1,200 yards or something, and 52, 51, whatever the score was when you looked at the year before. So, you know, you can't you can't predict those things exactly. You got to do what's the best to win. Yeah. After watching the film, just what stood out most about this defensive performance? Uh, I think the pressure on the quarterback. You know. Um, a lot of the defensive ends uh, got a ton of pressure on the quarterback, Cedric, you know, um, and T-Rob for two weeks in a row have just been relentless on the edges, uh, which
which is obviously game changing when you got two, you know, unique defensive ends playing the way that they're playing. Um, it's really cool. And, and there's just been a lot of learning lessons for our guys about just playing hard and not deciding when to do it. I mean, we're in punt safe and Cedric blocks a punt that 99 out of 100 times someone blocks you on, you know, and so you don't need to go really hard because you're a D lineman and most people don't. And there he is going full speed and blocks the punt. Or, you know, there's there's Mingo chasing down the receiver even though a whistle's blowing, you know, to, or the, sorry, on the, what they ruled as potentially the lateral. And Mingo's chasing the guy down, you know, just so we have another chance on defense if that gets overturned or goes the other way. So there's a lot of really cool effort stuff for guys to learn from. And like you said, the schedule's only going to get more difficult. How hard will it be to kind of have this these dominant defensive performances carry over into SEC play? I'm not worried about that. We're not there. We're just we're playing Tulsa and worry about this week and and you need to be, you know, number one pass offense in the country. So you know it'd be great to have have some home field advantage with the crowd. You know, when you're dealing with a team that's throwing all the time and you're trying to pass rush, so um, that would be big. Like we tell the players, it's Tell the Truth Monday. You know, we should have a better atmosphere than we've had here lately with as many wins as these players have put together and have more of a home field advantage. We did at times during last year for the bigger games, but tell the players don't pick and choose when you play hard. Lane Kiffin, and I know Michael Borky will have some uh, thoughts on that particular line of uh, discussion from Lane Kiffin when we come back. We'll tell you this, uh, he's not making it up when he says Tulsa has the number one passing attack in the country, at least in terms of yards. 413 yards per game for Tulsa through the air. They've thrown for 1,239 yards through three games, averaging a little over 15 yards per completion and almost 10 yards per attempt. 12 passing touchdowns and just one interception. Their starting quarterback is Davis Brin. He is completing 64% of his passes, so that number's not crazy. 11 touchdowns, one pick, 1,206 yards, 402 yards per game for Davis Brin. Now, in fairness, he has not played a defense that has looked like Ole Miss's does. His games are against Wyoming. Northern Illinois and Jacksonville State, but Ole Miss has not played a passing offense that looks like this one does either. Sports Talk Mississippi, we'll talk some about what Lane Kiffin said when we come back with you in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 95. Tonight, clear skies, low around 71. Your Wednesday has sunny conditions for you, high near 96. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 71. And your Thursday, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. 
Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A class action lawsuit filed in federal court Monday targets current and foreign mayors, public works directors, and contracting firms in what they're calling the ruination of the public water system in Jackson. The city is already facing another lawsuit from attorneys representing about 1,800 children impacted by contaminated water that was filed about a year ago. The suit seeks to cancel bills for the delivery of safe water that customers never received, the establishment of health centers for those dealing with health problems as a result, and the appointment of a neutral monitor to oversee the water system. According to WLBT, the suit also seeks to suspend efforts to privatize the water system until the case is resolved. And a Pope man has been arrested for repeatedly making 911 calls and making false reports about people being injured or in dangerous situations. 23-year-old Thomas Lee Jr. was arrested by Oxford police following months of false calls. He received a $10,000 bond and was served a felony warrant from the MDOC. Touchdown! Saturdays in Seaspire Country are sacred. Just ask the Jackson family. Dad's watched every one of his alma mater's games. But now that his daughter's graduated from her school, she doesn't want to miss her team either. Luckily, they've got fanatically fast ceasefire fiber that lets them both stream at the same time, with bandwidth powerful enough to unite a house divided. Oh, come on! Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign. Visit ceasefire.com slash fiber for details. 
How has Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation impacted your life over the last 100 years? Connecting the state through broadband service, protecting your private property, great insurance, member benefits saving your hard-earned income, and oh yes, our farms grow the cleanest and safest food in the world. Agriculture and so much more. We're what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, Supertalk TV, and of course on your Supertalk Mississippi radio stations. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Genteel Apparel, genteelapparel.com. That is where you can find them online, but you can also find them in men's specialty retail stores all across the state of Mississippi. Landry's on the Oxford Square. You can find them at uh, Kincaid's in Jackson and a lot of other really cool places. Um, don't forget, they've got the uh, they've got the collegiate collection. So whether you're looking for Ole Miss gear or Mississippi State gear or Auburn or Alabama or Southern Miss gear, they've now got that available as well. Uh, you can check them out online, genteelapparel.com. Mention Landry's and uh, Ken Cage. You can also check out the Willander, uh, the Willander in uh, Brandon, mile 363 in Natchez, and T. Sappington and Company in New Albany. Just a few of the men's specialty clothing stores that carry Genteel. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad is off today. We are glad to be with you. Um, Tulsa beat Wyoming. I'm sorry, they lost to Wyoming in overtime. 40 to 37. Actually, it was double overtime. And then they beat Northern Illinois 38 35. You can do the transitive property thing there if you want to. And last week, they beat Jacksonville State 54 17. 413 yards per game passing. On the ground, let's see. What do they do? Buck 10 a game. It's so over 500 yards total you offense per game. Big running back. It's like a linebacker carrying the football. Steven Anderson, 35 carries. He is averaging about 40 yards a game. He's got four touchdowns on the ground. So, uh, I mean, Lane Kiffin's telling the truth when he says, you know, maybe the best team that Ole Miss has played so far this season. I guess time will tell on that. We'll see. You didn't like Borky the uh, the whole our fans. Players don't get to decide when they play hard. We need our fans the whole time. It's not that I don't like the message because it's a good one. I mean, they went ten and three last year. At, what is it? Fourteen wins in their last seventeen games. They've got 
an 11 or 12 game home winning streak, something like that. It's remarkable the the turnaround that they've made and what they've become so quickly. And the players deserve support. They do. They absolutely do. College football players deserve to play in front of nice full stadiums. They do deserve that. I agree with that. They deserve that. But if you expected to have an atmosphere for Central Arkansas or Troy, that, that, that's kind of it's a fool's errand, honestly, is what it is, to expect that to be the case. I don't know why you choose this week to do it. If this was the message next week, I get you. Kentucky, this Kentucky team is one of those few games that you should expect a full stadium and a raucous environment. Because that's what it should be for that game. But look around college football and tell me if other people are providing raucous environments for Central Arkansas. Because they're not. Arkansas was down two scores in the second half to Central Missouri. Or Missouri Missouri State. State. Whatever. (laughs) There were thousands and thousands of empty seats. You know why? Because the economy sucks, despite what we're told. Everything's more expensive. Gas prices are going down, but they are still high. People's rents have gone up. And they're choosing not to spend for a family of four to make the trip to Oxford and back from the capital city last weekend. That's a few hundred dollar trip. To watch you beat Central Arkansas by 50 points. It's not worth it. And it's not unique to you. LSU didn't fill up their stadium or come anywhere close for a home conference game at night. Do this next weekend. Not this one. It, 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 it strikes me as tone deaf from somebody making $7.5 million a year. Because the economic stuff that we are dealing with don't impact a guy with that salary. Look, I, I think when it all comes down to it, one, he's heard Nick Saban do this a million times, and so anything Nick Saban says, it's okay to say. I mean, he talked about rat poison and you know copying Nick Saban, and it's no big deal because he's not on social media and he doesn't care anyway. And the other thing is, I think every coach in America would like to have a packed house every time they play and a fan base that stays for 60 minutes and screams like their you know, head is on fire on every single play your defense is on the field. That's just not reality. Yeah, And the it's players deserve it. I, I, I agree sure with him. That would be great. The players deserve that. They do. But that's not reality. Ole Miss has played two home games this season. Now, these are announced attendances, not actual people in the stands. These, this is paid attendance. Season opener against Troy, 60,533. Game two against Central Arkansas, 58,373. I tell you that only to compare it to last year, when in the home opener against Austin P, Ole Miss had 47,000. Against Tulane, they had 54,000. And against Liberty, they had 53,000. So Ole Miss has played two bad non-conference teams at home where the attendance has been significantly up for a comparable game from a year ago. And my guess is that for um, Tulsa this weekend, it'll be in that same ballpark, 57, 58, 59,000, somewhere in there. 
And, and I have a feeling that the people are going to respond to this positively. I do. I think people are going to go there, you know what? I'm going to be a little bit louder than I was for Central Arkansas because Coach told me to. There are fans out there that feel that way. I, I have a feeling it's going to have some kind of impact. I'm sure it will. Uh, in four home SEC games last year, Ole Miss had 60,000 and change against Arkansas, 64-5 for LSU, uh, 64-4 for Texas A&M, and almost 51,000 for Vanderbilt. So those were the four SEC games. That's there will be sixty-four for Kentucky. Yeah, probably sixty-two or sixty-three for Auburn. Alabama will be sixty-four ish. Alabama every seat will have a butt in it, and Mississippi State will be sixty sixty-one. Yeah, probably uh, a lighter uh, uh, student uh, crowd, obviously because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah, but- it feels like that should be the case, and I know we've kind of debated this and argued it in the past, but it doesn't always play out that way. Like, I'm kind of like you. I expect that to be the case, but I expected the crowd in Starkville last year to be a lot smaller than it was, and when you looked up, it was 55,000. Um, you know, I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me. If and that was weather-impacted, too. It rained. Was it? Yeah, was it? It, it rained that, that night, yeah. I don't know how many people had actually kept away, but it did rain that day. Yeah. I kind of rain leading up to it, and then it turned out really nice for the game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was kind of like a field early. Yeah. 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 People are showing up. I mean, almost doesn't have the biggest stadium, but the crowds have been pretty good. No. And, and look, you, you want to talk about what's the difference in 58,000 and 64,000 for Mississippi State? The record. If Ole Miss is really good... They're going into that. Let's say Ole Miss is going into the Mississippi State game with eight or nine wins. There'll be sixty-four thousand people there that night. My my guess would be that this weekend for Mississippi State in Starkville, the crowd will be down a bit. Bowling Green coming off a loss. Eleven a.m. Just eleven a.m. Just it'll be down. But you know what? Next week against Texas A&M, if the weather's great. And it's a three o'clock kickoff on a Saturday afternoon. Be a big crowd in Starkville next weekend. Should be. Certainly should be. So, you know, the whole attendance conversation. Yeah. And I'm I, always intrigued with it just because I like numbers and stadium size and capacities and reported attendance versus I don't know. I'm just kind of like a dork on that front. Yeah. Well, it's but, a good gauge of interest too. I mean, somebody asked me last week, you know, why why do you talk why do you like rating so much? Because I think it's a direct gauge of how interested people are in the thing that happened. You you saw the message I sent you earlier today. I saw this on Twitter from I think it was Mike McCarthy. Um remember us talking about the Cowboys game in the season opener? Who would they play on opening night? The Bucks? The Bucks. And it was twenty five point one million, and it was like wow, massive audience on Sunday night. This past weekend, the Dallas Cowboys playing in the afternoon slot on CBS against the Cincinnati Bengals did twenty seven point four million viewers. They had a bigger audience for the Cowboys game against Cincinnati on Sunday afternoon than they had the previous week against Tampa Bay, Tom Brady on Sunday Night Football. 
So, uh, that, that's that mind-boggling to me. Almost 10 million more than last year's college football national championship game. Which is a bit of an outlier, though, because it was extremely low. That's still bigger than the overwhelming majority of them. It was the biggest CBS national window game in three years. And the NFL on CBS is off to its best start in 12 years. This just in. People like football. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. So far, just some minor delays as 55 south turns to 20 westbound there at the stack. Otherwise, it's just your typical construction delay so far this afternoon. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, serving the metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. You've shared half your life together. Built your family and careers together. She doesn't just complete your sentences, she completes you. Isn't it time to tell her you'd marry her all over again? I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company, suggesting that maybe it's time for that second diamond, the diamond you've always wanted to give her and now can afford. Here at Juniker Jewelry Company, as direct diamond importers, you'll find more certified large diamonds than any other store. Stunning two, three, four-carat diamonds and larger in stock every day at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. And the diamond professionals to help you create not just her ultimate diamond engagement ring, but a true family heirloom. So when you want to say, I love you, on her birthday, your anniversary, or just because it's time for that second diamond, come to Juniker's. Because she's a keeper. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hi, I'm Robbie Kemp with Entergy. Extreme temperatures and price increases nationwide have made this summer hard on everyone. Entergy is here to make things easier for those in need. Our shareholders and employees have donated millions of dollars to bill payment assistance for customers in our four-state service territory. We've invested in a stronger, cleaner power grid. We're also investing in you. Learn more at Entergy.com answers. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit HavardPest.com. Looking for something fun you and your family can do this weekend? Join Rebecca Turner every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. during Good Things to learn more about statewide events and happenings. Sponsored by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Hey y'all, I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort where the fun is going non-stop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. 
After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind, and head to Pearl River Resort. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Are we going to do this? Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi with you. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon, the 20th of September. Richard Cross and Michael Borky. Hey, Dad's out today. I forgot that he was off. I don't even know that I knew that he was off. And so when we did our call this morning, I just dialed both of you at the same time. And hey, Dad was, oh, you just wanted to talk to me today? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm off today. I was like, oh, yeah, what are you up to? He's like, well, I have to tell you why I'm taking a day off. I was like, no. If you got vacation days, go for it, buddy. He didn't want to tell me. It's fine. It's all right. A, 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 a series of comments that would make Brian Haydad equal parts uncomfortable and nodding his head at the same time. Speaking of Brian Haydad, Bradley and Marietta, a 662 number, Bradford and Blue Springs. All some version of it's almost like people like their football without politics. And shame on me for not thinking about that. I've kind of just blocked that little window in my mind, and the NFL tried to spin it otherwise. But the truth is. Viewership numbers went down by the millions when all of that was going on. The broadcasts and the games are once again about football, and people are watching in record numbers. You cannot convince me that there is not a direct correlation. I cannot be convinced otherwise. Then why the, has football the, really been the only sport that's recovered? That's what's so interesting to me. Because people love football more than anything else. Because everything else is still struggling, not football. That's right. People uh, and and football was already the king, and remained it just a lower. Yes, I mean the the king just got punched in the face for a few years. The only. There was so much less of it in college football than there was in the NFL. The only pushback that I would that that I would listen to on 
that not really being the reason that the numbers are up is that college football numbers are up pretty significantly as well. But if you're looking, so, so if you look at the NFL and it is at X and college football is at Y, and the NFL, and I'm just kind of using these as roundabout numbers, the NFL from where it was three years ago is X plus 15% and college football is Y plus 15%. Then I would listen to the fact that okay, there's there's just growth for the consumption of football on television, period. Because people love it and they want more of it, and it's you know good live programming, etc. But you'd have to really do some convincing to try and get me to believe that that's not why the NFL numbers have rebounded in the way they have. And it's an incredible product. Well, once you make it about that, yeah, it absolutely is. And I don't. I mean, there's probably not anybody at the NFL that would go on record as, yeah, you know what, we really screwed up in the way that we handled that. But truth serum behind closed doors, no tape recorders, no gotcha moments. They tell you we screwed that up desperately, colossally. At least they learned. And it cost us millions of viewers, and we have to figure out a different way to go about it. We're willing to be supportive of our players, but we got to figure out a way that we don't alienate our fans. Because without our fans, we're nothing. And with our fans, in record numbers, we continue to put ourselves in an advantageous position to continue to negotiate stupid TV contracts that make everybody wealthier, players, owners, etc. And fans get what they want. So, Sounds like that. a bunch of winning. Yeah, it does sound like a bunch of winning, doesn't it? College football fix is coming your way in just a few minutes. We will uh, we will look in the rearview mirror. Bill Bender, our friend from Sporting News, uh, put together a bit of a retrospective. Listen to the listen to the headline of this story. Revisiting brutal 2017-18 coaching cycle hires, Herm Edwards' latest to flop. We will revisit that coaching cycle when we come back, and perhaps we will laugh to keep from crying. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll also hear from Mike Leach in the 5 o'clock hour, and Ross Dellinger will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Fox 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. The judge appointed to review documents the FBI seized during a search of former President Trump's home says Trump's legal team must provide details about any materials he claims were declassified. Otherwise, he'll deem them classified. Former President Trump has continually said he ordered the documents he had declassified, but his attorneys have never affirmed that in court. Any false or misleading statements on that could be punishable with jail time. Fox's Grinnell Scott. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is defending flying asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard from Texas, saying those migrants weren't mistreated or misled, as some critics have said. They were provided um, an ability to be in the, the most posh sanctuary jurisdiction maybe in the world. The Texas sheriff has launched an investigation into migrant flights to other states. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A drive-by shooting left an unnamed 15-year-old dead in Port Gibson early Monday morning. According to Claiborne County Sheriff Edward Good, the confrontation began at the Sitgo Convenience Store on Highway 18 near Highway 61 and continued with a chase that ended on Highway 18 near the entrance of Port Gibson High School. A private vehicle drove the victim to the hospital where he later died. Hospital staff notified law enforcement a little after 1 a.m. As of now, five adult suspects related to the shooting are now in custody. They have not been charged and their identities have not been released. The investigation is still underway. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has confirmed 3,103 new cases of COVID-19 from last week, bringing the state's total number of cases to 925,596. With 26 additional deaths, 12,879 Mississippians have passed from the virus. Welcome to Doghouse Living. Our guest is Bob and his wife, Jenny, who started this craze. Well, you know, while digging, I hit a gas line and blew up our house. Well, Bob, I am just blown away. No pun intended, of course. Why wouldn't you just call 811? So, the takeaway, folks, to stay out of the doghouse, call 811 before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach acknowledged that while the Bulldogs fell short in all three phases of Saturday's game, LSU's players deserve a lot of credit for the way the game transpired. Now, I thought all three sides, you know, buckled at key times. And I think, you know, and the other guy has something to do with it, too, because yeah, LSU's a good team and has good players. And uh, we're certainly highly decorated when uh, they came out of high school. And I, and most of them, I think, have improved. So there is that. But I think that, you know, the biggest thing is, is we just have to stay focused and do our jobs for longer. we got to play harder longer. And you know, and we didn't, and then, and then plus, uh, they're a tough group anyway, so that presents its own challenges, but it was certainly there for us, because we did things on all three sides of the ball that lost the game, and we did things on all three sides of the ball that could have won it. Yeah. Mississippi State looks to get back on track at home versus Bowling Green on Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Time. Caleb Sailors, Super Talk, Mississippi News. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Hello, I'm Ashley Kaiser from Greensboro, Alabama. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Alabama Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV, supertalk radio stations all across the Magnolia State. Great to be with you in the Pearl River Resort studios. You guys get on to me all the time for talking too soon. That's what I have to let play. It's like if you start talking before it gets to that part of the song, what was the point? You want to be a part of the conversation, we'd love for you to join us on the ceasefire text line at 601 879 Four three nine five. We talk all the time about what C Spire can do for your business. What about what C Spire can do for you personally? Best phones, best plans, and uh, you can go to their website, cspire.com, or you can stop in a C Spire store. I know that's like the old-fashioned way of doing business, 
but you're dealing with knowledgeable salespeople who can help you with any technical issues, any repair issues that you need. You can uh, browse. If you still like to like see and touch the phone options before you actually pull the trigger, you can see those as well, plus a huge uh, selection of accessories that can uh, make your phone using experience better, right? Like, uh, like this case that I have on my phone. Got it at the Seaspire store, and I love it. And if you don't have one, it's going to be really expensive when you drop your phone because I drop my phone all the time. Cspire.com for more. Richard Cross and Michael Borky, Brian Haydad is off. We're coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. It is time right now, the college football fix. You can start your search for your new F-150 online at myfordnow.com, but you're not going to stop there. Visit your local Mississippi Ford dealer, F-Series, 45 straight years as the best-selling truck in America. Test drive one, buy one, you're going to love one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So, Michael Borky. The 2017-2018 coaching carousel. So following the 2017 season, these were the hires that were made. We'll talk about them individually. I'm just going to go rapid fire and give you the list. Oregon hires Mario Cristobal. A&M hires Jimbo. Florida hires Dan Mullen. Arizona State gets Herm Edwards. Mississippi State, Joe Moorhead. Tennessee, Jeremy Pruitt. UCLA, Chip Kelly. Florida State. Taggart, Oregon State, Jonathan Smith, Ole Miss, Matt Luke, Nebraska, Scott Frost, Arizona, Kevin Sumlin, Arkansas, Chad Morris. So, Oregon made a good hire in getting Mario Cristobal. They did. He they left, hold but on. they did. They couldn't hold on to him. He went home. FIU never should have fired Mario Cristobal when they did, but they did. He, he was at Alabama for a little while, then got the opportunity to go to Oregon, and it was a great hire. And he was building that program, but his opportunity to go home was too much to uh, to overcome. Texas A&M, they've paid Jimbo Fisher a lot of money. They have gotten results that are not... Um, congruent with the amount of money that they are paying him. But it's been an okay hire, right? I mean, it it hasn't been a disaster by any stretch of the imagination, and Texas A&M is convinced that big things are coming. Dan Mullen was fired after last season. Herm Edwards was fired on Sunday following a bad home loss, and there is a significant NCAA investigation that is going on at Arizona State that centers at least in part on Arizona State skirting the rules during COVID in terms of recruiting. Mississippi State is in year three of the head coach they hired to replace Joe Moorhead. Tennessee is in year two of the Josh Heupel era and just gave him a million-dollar raise to get his salary to $5 million a year, which is still a relative bargain in the SEC. And, oh, by the way, is dealing with an NCAA investigation related to really sloppy recruiting 
by not only Jeremy Pruitt, but Jeremy Pruitt's wife. Chip Kelly feels like kind of dodged the bullet and saved his job last year. They're off to a 3-0 start. It's just a pretty unimpressive 3-0, but it is 3-0 for UCLA and Chip Kelly. Mike Norvell is in his third season at Florida State after replacing Willie Taggart, and there are a lot of people at Florida State that wanted him gone after last year. Yep. Oregon State hit a home run with Jonathan Jonathan Smith. That may be a name that you don't recognize. He's been great. That's a good football team. Not great, not elite, but good in a really hard place to win. Matt Luke, you know the story there. Lane Kiffin now in his third season at Ole Miss. Scott Frost ousted a couple of weeks ago at Nebraska, 16-31. and 31. Kevin Sumlin, hired by Arizona, fired by Arizona. Jed Fish is now in his second season. Arkansas, two years with Chad Morris. Absolute disaster. They are in year three of Sam Pittman, and they feel really good about it. Of those two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen hires, which one was the worst, Porky? It's got to be Chad Morris. Chad Morris, um, or or maybe Pruitt because he left behind NCAA stuff. No, it doesn't sound like they're really going to get punished that much. But the, the teams weren't good, and he left behind things that they have to deal with now. Yeah. It's horrible, though. I mean, imagine the grades that they, that the all these hires got back then. Joe Moorhead was A++ from everybody, remember? Sure. Jeremy Pruitt, oh, it's a Saban disciple. So you know he's going to be good. You know, th- there are local people that might say Matt Luke, but the fact is Ole Miss was respectable under Matt Luke. They weren't an embarrassment. They were not an embarrassment. Was, there was a significant amount of fan apathy. Because that had set in. That told a lot of people that it wasn't a serious operation anymore. That's whether or not you agree with that sentiment, that that's the message that it sent to people was all right, Chancellor Chancellor Gumballs is a joke and Ole Miss is not serious. That that that's what that was the message that was projected to everybody when that hire was made. And a complete contrast to when Joe Moorhead was hired, and they, they reached the same inevitability. It was praised. The, the search was done basically in secret, and offensive mind, big-time pedigree, and and the results were... They weren't the same. He went to two bowl games and beat Ole Miss twice, but their result was the same. Yeah. The, the, end, the end of it all. Jason says the worst of all of those, considering how quickly Jed Fish has Arizona at least looking up with Sumlin, he absolutely finished the program off from Rich Rodriguez. Yeah, think about Kevin Sumlin's career arc. Right, he um, he inherited Houston, and he was what the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach when um, Case Keenum was at Houston. Kevin Sumlin is a he's a good offensive mind, or at least at one point in his career was. So he goes from 
working as an assistant at Oklahoma to the head coach at Houston from 2008 to 2011. He gets the A&M job, and it just it never went anywhere, right? He went 35 and 17 in four seasons at Houston, including 12 and one and undefeated in the conference in his last year, 2011. And then year one at A&M, 2012, they go 11 and two, they win the Cotton Bowl, and they go nine and four, then eight and five, and eight and five, and eight and five, and then seven and five. He was ultimately 51 and 26 and two games above 500 in conference play. But A&M said that was not good enough. And then he goes to Arizona, and they're 5-7 and seven in the first year, and 4-8 and eight in the second year, and then 0-5 oh in the third year. So that ended his tenure in two and a half seasons at Houston. I'm sorry, at Arizona. What's the best hire out of that group? You mentioned it. Fact Jonathan, Oregon State Jonathan Smith at Oregon State, undefeated, playing well. They imploded half their stadium. Like they've got fan momentum. Yeah, that that was the one. And I promise you, nobody nationally even talked about it. I sure didn't care about it. Jonathan Smith, 2018 to now at Oregon State, they've won two, five, two, seven, and now they're three and zero. Oh. Nineteen and twenty-eight overall, but trending. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For all of your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. Look for delays southbound on 55, an accident just before Lakeland has the left lane blocked. Once you get through that, your typical delays down through the waterworks and kind of slow and go all the way down to the stack. Otherwise, just your typical construction delays. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call them at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hit the road in style this summer in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get a sleek exterior and award-winning interior with seating for seven, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today starting at $26,995 during the summer sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Going on now. Manufacturer suggested retail price based on Outlander ES2WD. Excludes destination handling, tax title license, etc. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. See dealer for limited warranty and program details. Offer ends 9 30 Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Hey, guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. 
Our new, affordable, non-surgical in-office treatments get amazing results. So guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. It's that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Ross Dellinger will join us in 20 minutes. Right now, let's go to the Farm Bureau guest line and hear from Mike Leach. His press conference yesterday to talk about LSU and look forward to Bowling Green. Green won a tough overtime game last week. What are your early impressions of them? I think they're good. I think they're a good scrappy team. You know, they play hard start to finish. And, uh, you know, we're just getting into the film now. But... uh, no, they look good. Uh, they look good and could have won all three of them pretty easily. Mike, I think in a, uh, that Arkansas game last year was when uh, on a fourth and one, Will kept and, and ran for the first time himself. On those, you know, shotgun plays and, and he's handing off the ball, does he have the option himself kind of there to decide if he wants to pull it and take it himself? <coughs> or is that something you guys kind of determined pre snap? Uh, he's pulled it before, you know, and. Uh, one of them was going to, but just didn't get the ball out, you know. What's kind of been your message to your guys uh, kind of post that, <coughs> post that game? And do you kind of view this game as, you know, a nice little break from SEC play before you kind of get back into there to work on some <coughs> Uh I don't view anything as breaks. I just view the week each season as a segment to get better and improve, and uh, we've (coughs) we've identified plenty to improve on from the film of last game, and we've got to get a week better this week. Coach, you tell me about being explosive. you got a couple guys, Rai and Tulu, that appear to be very explosive, but they play the same position. Is there ever like a scenario where you can get them both on the field at the same time, and kind of how do you approach that? Well, maybe. I mean, the thing is, is uh, <clears throat> one of the reasons they're explosive is because they kind of know what they're doing, where they're at, you know. So the ex- <clears throat> the execution level's higher. And then uh, uh, the other thing is, is in some cases, you know, it's just a sequence of when they got there. I mean, there was a point, uh, what, six months ago, nobody knew who Ra was. Um, and then... Uh, well, then the other thing is, is um, uh, ducking's on the other side. And so, you know, do you play him or those other two? And he's, you know, had some good games. I didn't think he played particularly well this last game. But, you know, he's had some good games and <clears throat> definitely brings some things to the table there. So, 
you know, you have to balance, you know, whether you, we're going to sit him down on behalf of something like that. But the other thing is, is um, you know, they can kind of execute where they're at and have a guy go over there and start guessing what he's doing. Uh, you know, that's going to take several weeks to iron out. So, Coach, last year you guys proved to be a pretty resilient bunch, whether it was coming back from defeats or in the middle of games, overcoming big deficits. Just, uh, I guess, kind of a two-part question. What, do, what have you kind of seen out of your guys as, as you saw them yesterday? And uh, just how much can they draw on that experience from last year of, of being able to shake it off and as you move forward? Well, I, you know, I don't, I don't know for sure. I mean, the biggest thing is, is stick together, work hard, and stay focused, and understand, you know, be, you know, critical of what you can improve on and do it, you know. Mike, how confident are you that your guys are going to be able to kind of bounce back from, from Saturday? Well, I've been confident every Saturday, really. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, you know, you just prepare and prepare, get better, and go out there and play the best you can. Some more reps for uh, Deshaun <coughs> this past week, I guess. What have you seen from him maybe in these first few weeks of the season? Um, you know, the progression you've kind of been looking for for him and, you know, what role or increased role you think you could have, you know, as the season goes on? Uh, we'd like him to play more and more. You know, I mean, I think he's kind of emerging. He's doing some things better and better. And, uh, you know, the more depth we get, uh, you know, the fresher we can play, too. Coach, it appeared for three quarters the defense was absolutely lights out and maybe gassed out a little bit there in the fourth quarter. What do you kind of attribute that to? Is it, you know, lack of continuity on offense? Is it a rotation thing? Is it it's about building depth? What would you kind of assess that to? I thought all three sides, uh, you know, buckled at key times. And I think that, uh, you know, I just think that, uh, you know, and the other guy has something to do with it too because, you know, LSU's a good team and has good players and uh, were certainly highly decorated when uh, they came out of high school and I, and most of them I think have improved. Um, so there is that, but I think that, uh, you know, the biggest thing is, is we just have to stay focused and do our jobs for longer. We've got to play harder longer and, you know, and we didn't. And then, and then plus uh, they're a tough group anyway, so that presents its own challenges, but it was certainly there for us on because uh, we did things on all three sides of the ball that uh, uh, lost the game, and we did things on all three sides of the ball that could have won it, too. With uh, Xavion and Austin both, you know, back there returning punts, I guess, what are the, are, are there specific roles that they're going to have of when, you know, one guy is in and anticipate <coughs> that, you know, staying the same moving forward? Uh, Xavion's getting better and better. I mean, the, he's just a freshman, so we've, you know, we've uh, quickly uh, worked with him to teach him to be a punt returner, and uh, and I think he certainly looked good. I mean, this was about as good a punt return debut as I've seen a guy have, and so uh, uh, no, I I think he's going to be returning more punts. You know, and that that uh, role could definitely grow. Coach, how would you assess where your offensive line's at right now? Uh, the first two weeks, I thought they played real well. I did not think they played uh, together particularly well this last week. John, <clears throat> do you look at Saturday as a learning experience at all for you know coaching staff or any of your guys? What kind of do you think you all can learn the most from that game and apply it moving forward? Well, uh, they're all learning experiences, and then I think you know, I mean. 
consistency is easy to talk about, but uh, you know, you do everything sore and fatigued in football, and then you know, and then all of a sudden you're tested. And I think that we just have to take that step. We have to be able to, you know, do it harder, longer. Obviously, the end result is to win the game this Saturday, but you, what, what are you looking for, maybe perhaps, from the team to feel like they've taken the next step? Well, we got to play well the entire time. Anytime you have a play, you need to play well, and it doesn't matter, you know, what the situation is, what the score is, and, uh, and you know, you can't sit there and pay attention to what happened in the past or, you know, any scenarios or judgments. I think we waste too much time uh, making judgments on situations of the game or something that happened the previous play. And, you know, and that's that's uh, reckless and counterproductive. And I know it hurt us on Saturday. So that was Mike Leach yesterday. Um, maybe not in his most jovial mood ever. He uh, Some of the questions, pretty short answers too. But you would expect that off, off of a loss, uh, I think. Um Maybe the one question that kind of stood out to me was when he was asked about his offensive line and kind of how he would grade their performance and where they are as a group. And he said he thought they played really well the first two weeks and did not play well and weren't as together this past week against LSU. And and I think that makes sense, right? I mean, it, it's true. Better offensive line performance. But guess what? They played against a better, more talented, more physical defense this week. That's why they weren't as good. The, the answer that is unsatisfactory to fans is about wide receivers. And it's a similar principle to what we talked about a lot last year. People were, why can't Plumley get touches? Well, because if you're going to give him the football, that means you take it away from Jerry and Ely means you take it away from Mingo when he's healthy or Drummond. So if you're going to get him touches, the ball has to come away from Snoop Connor. You, you think that you want to take Snoop Connor out of the game? No. So I understand the principle. But state fans watch other coaches just find ways, figure it out, to get their most explosive players the football however they possibly can. They just figure it out. I've got this guy that can beat people. I've got to get him the ball. And I've heard from enough state fans to know that they are incredibly frustrated with, well, that's the position they play and that's how it's going to be. Now, that's how he's always been. That is the guy you hired. That's how it's going to be, and that's not changing. But I've heard from enough state fans that talk about how frustrating it is to watch other places just figure it out. We got this explosive guy. If we need to line him up at running back, hell, we'll line him up at running back. If that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. And that's the answer you get about having two explosive players that play the same position, and that's just how it's going to be. Well, like talking about nobody knew who Ra Ra Thomas was six months ago. Mm-hmm. I, I guess my question to that would be is who are you scheming to get the ball to? A lot of balance with the top five pass catchers for Mississippi State. Dylan Johnson has the most receptions. That's obviously out of the backfield. Then it's Rufus Harvey with 14, Caleb Ducking with 14, Ra-Ra Thomas with 14, Tula Griffin with 10. Who do you want to see get more touches? 
I mean, I've argued for two years that Tulu Griffin needs the ball in his hands more because I think he's explosive in the open field. But that's not the way he approaches it. Jaden Wally has only seven catches through three games this season. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 95. Tonight, clear skies, low around 71. Your Wednesday has sunny conditions for you, high near 96. Wednesday evening, clear skies, low around 71. And your Thursday, sunny conditions and hot, high near 96. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile since 1871. For all your deer camp needs, stop by today. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. At Car Care Clinic, we make things easy and convenient for your busy schedule. We're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop. Proud to be serving the Jackson Metro. Car Care Clinic is an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASC certified mechanics. So you know you're always getting the best service your car needs for brakes, alignments, check engine light diagnostics, tune-ups, tires, and more. Plus, you can stay in your vehicle during your 28-point full-service oil change. With 45 years of great service and results, Car Care Clinic is a business you can trust. Visit any of our convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Women get a 10% discount every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders get a discount every Thursday. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? <laughs> Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. <laughs> you knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. <laughs> like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew it was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A drive-by shooting left an unnamed 15-year-old dead in Port Gibson early Monday morning. According to Claiborne County Sheriff Edward Good, the confrontation began at the Sitgo Convenience Store on Highway 18 near Highway 61 and continued with a chase that ended on Highway 18 near the entrance of Port Gibson High School. 
A private vehicle drove the victim to the hospital where he later died. Hospital staff notified law enforcement a little after 1 a.m. As of now, five adult suspects related to the shooting are now in custody. They have not been charged and their identities have not been released. The investigation is still underway. In other news, the Mississippi State Department of Health has confirmed 3,103 new cases of COVID-19 from last week, bringing the state's total number of cases to 925,596. With 26 additional deaths, 12,879 Mississippians have passed from the virus. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Join Sports Talk Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's Original, Cajun, and Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. This is Jake Mangum, player for the New York Mets organization and former Mississippi State Bulldog. When you're a part of a team, every player has to pull their weight and support one another. Farm Bureau does exactly that. Their team ensures I've got competitive rates and exceptional customer service to support them. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated joins us right now. Not that things ever really slow down on the news front in the college football world, but they have uh, at least slowed to a trickle now that games themselves have begun. Ross, we we did get some kind of interesting news out of the Pac-12, uh, I guess. George Klyovkov thinks that uh, the remaining Pac-12 teams are going to uh, going to stay put, and nobody seems to be able to figure out exactly what's going to happen with UCLA. You got the governor and the board of regents and whoever else still seem to be all hot and bothered about UCLA to the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, a lot of things um, he said in that interview were were some things he said at at Pac-12 Media Day, but I think the one thing that stood out that was maybe kind of new um, was that during media rights negotiations, uh, the Pac-12 is including in its proposal UCLA as part of the league still. Hmm. Uh, So there is obviously some optimism or confidence that UCLA is actually going to remain in the Pac-12. Um, you know, the, the UC regents, I believe, meet 
again this week. That meeting might actually be tomorrow or Thursday, I think. Uh, they meet, and uh, they are expected to talk in private in closed session, and I would assume they are expected to talk about this. Um, they had a hearing about roughly a month ago or so with um, concerning UCLA's departure uh, from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten, and there's some that believe that they're going to try in some way to to force them to stay or at the very least require them to share revenue with Cal, the sister sister school Cal in the, in the California university system. For, so, forgive me for uh, saying political, but isn't that like the most California thing ever? <laughs> it is, uh, yes. I was talking to somebody at UCLA um, who, who was kind of new to that uh, that area of the country, and uh, they kind of are getting welcomed into California politics uh, rudely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that that UC board um, regents meeting was an interesting one a few weeks ago, and they they seem to be pretty serious about um, you know at least forcing UCLA to rethink its decision or cutting a check every year to Cal in, in some way because of, wow. uh, you know, damages or whatnot. That's incredible. Uh, it really is. Uh, behind the scenes, what is happening in terms of the people that now have got to make decisions about uh, moving forward on a, a, a 12-team college football playoff? Uh, it feels like we're in a little bit of a quiet phase on that. I know there's a ton of work that has to be done with scheduling and venues and future championships and television contracts and all that, where where is that right now? Well, commissioners will meet again next week in Chicago. It's, it's actually their big meeting. All the Division One conference commissioners meet, uh, and so it's like thirty-two of them. They'll all be meeting uh, in in Chicago for fall meetings, um, and that's on Wednesday. But DFE the actual 10 FBS commissioners get there a day early and they'll be meeting on CFP and expansion stuff on Tuesday. Uh, and I'll be there. I'm not really expecting a whole lot of news uh, to come out and decisions, but they're working their way through the issues, which um, there's a lot of them. Uh, it, you know, I think the first thing is the calendar is actually when to play the games. You know, uh, December is a fairly tight, uh, window to to play all these games and they've got to they've got to figure out the calendar they've got to figure out uh, revenue distribution um, they got to figure out you know schools will host first round games and uh, there's some logistic issues there so they've created a subcommittee of ads to kind of look into some of those things uh, there's a lot of issues uh, I you know I, I again I you know, they're focused on trying to expand early in the 2024 season. So it would be January 2025 playoff championship. Um, they've kind of, that's kind of how they've broken it down as far as what they're tackling. Uh, they're trying to tackle how to do this quickly. And, uh, that includes ironing out these calendars and, and, you know, deciding it's just a lot of logistics, uh, yeah. to try to, try to get in. So, it feels like they're kind of settled on the the four first round games 
on-campus sites and then using the the current bowl system for the quarterfinals, semifinals, and then a, a standalone site for the championship game. Is there any push at all to make those quarterfinal games on campus as well? Or is everybody okay with first-round games on campus and then we go to neutral sites? And, oh, I, and I, guess, I, I guess the reason I ask that is because it feels like those top four teams getting a an on-campus game would be a really cool thing also. Correct. And uh, I think there's definitely a uh, a push by some to have the second round be on campuses. Um, the model that the president's adopted, however, is is the model that has the second round um, at both sites, uh, at the six rotating both sides semifinals as well. So, you know, I, I don't think in this iteration of the playoff that that's that they'll have on-campus second-round games. Okay. Maybe that comes in the future. Um, but for now, there's still, you know, college football is known for this, college sports in general, holding on to the past. And they're right now they're holding on to the bowl structure. And um, so because the president's adopted that model, I don't think it'll change. But to answer your question, absolutely, there are – there is a, certainly a group of athletic directors I've heard from, many of them in the Southeastern Conference, yeah. that would love to see second-round games at home because you're right, you know, the four teams that get the bye, the four conference champions, uh, yeah, they get that bye, uh, but they don't get a home team or a home game, which is additional revenue for one in just – you know, a great environment on campus. Uh, that's the one flaw. I, I think the model, the 12 team model, six and six, and the buys and all that, I think it's great. Uh, I, I think it's a great model. There is one flaw, and that is the second round game should be at home. Yeah. No, I, uh, you and I are in, in lockstep on that. As it pertains to the Rose Bowl, did the board of managers finally tell the Rose Bowl to either get on board or screw off? Probably not in that exact uh, term, those, those terms, but uh, I think especially with UCLA and USC's decision, um, I think the Rose Bowl knows that uh, it's, it, this is a different time in college athletics. And, you know, it's either going to be – and there's two parts of this, right? It's, it's either going to be a part of the playoff rotation or it's – going to have its traditional date and time and be, you know, be the Rose Bowl and get the third-place Pac-12 team and the fourth-place Big Ten team, and that's what it'll be. Or it's part of the rotation, and if it's part of the rotation, it can still actually have its date and time if it wants to be, you know, like a permanent quarterfinal. I think that's a possibility. Um, oh, now there's another whole part of it that's more important to the Rose Bowl, and that is its contract with the Big Ten and the Pac-12. The CFP wants all contracts to be under the CFP umbrella in an expanded playoff. And the Rose Bowl loves its separate contract uh, with the Big Ten and Pac-12, and so do the Big Ten and Pac-12. So that's an interesting part of this as well. Yeah, that that is interesting That to ensure – that New Year's Day time slot and the parade and everything else, they might say, leave us out of the semifinal rotation 
just give us a quarterfinal every year? Yeah, I mean that that is a possibility. Uh, I, however, I think if you give um, you know give the Rose Bowl that kind of unique right function, you would have to offer that function to the other bowls as well, like the sugar and the orange. However, I think the sugar and the orange would probably tell you um, they would like to <laughs> once in a every whatever it will be. I think it's once in every three years they'd like to host a semifinal. Sure. Um, you know, so the Rose Bowl would be kind of uh, eschewing a semifinal once every three years to have a quarterfinal every year just to keep their date and time. But their date and time to them is very precious and um, and they might be able to keep it, yeah, if they want to be a permanent quarterfinal. That is something that was discussed at length last fall. We've, we've written about it quite a bit, and I, I, I just don't know, you know, um, if it's really worth it for them to never have a semifinal. Yeah. Well, it is the holy grail. Let's, uh, let's never forget that. Ross, thanks as always for your time. Good catching up. Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, joining us on the Farm Bureau Guest Line. We will wrap it up on this Tuesday next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. Look for delays 55 southbound from Lakeland down to the stack. Northbound from High Street up through the waterworks. Lakeland is slow from airport to East Metro Parkway. Also seeing delays 51 northbound at Yandel, as well as 55 southbound between Highway 16 and Highway 22. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. What's the best way to accomplish a common goal? Teamwork. When a team works together, they can do anything with the right leadership. That's why all of us at Janny King, the king of clean, are excited for this season. At Janny King, our team has been working together for over 35 years, cleaning your offices, schools, buildings, and churches. Let our team help your team. Go to JannyKingCleans.com and trust your clean to the king. That's JannyKingCleans.com. Jenny King, the king of clean. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like... They're so nice, and they just, they're just they just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876.
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Every hunter knows when it's time to head to the woods or field, being prepared can be the difference between a successful hunt or not. Nobody prepares Mississippi hunters like Vans Sporting Goods in Brandon. Vans has the hunting gear you need. Rifles, shotguns, ammo, deer stands, deer feeders, camouflage clothing, boots and bows, duck decoys, scopes, suppressors, game cameras, and more. You name it, they got it. Nobody has a better selection and a more knowledgeable staff to assist you than Vans. Stop by Vans Sporting Goods, 777 Highway 468 in Brandon, and make your next hunt a success. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. My husband and I want the best for our children, so when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Tripp. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Hear that? That's C Spire country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, C Spire Business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast, Touchdown! we do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future-proof operations. Welcome to C Spire country, where champions reign. Visit cspire.com slash business for details. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here we go. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. talked none about the NFL other than a little bit of winners and losers yesterday. Let's go rapid fire through the NFL weekend that was. Amazing comeback for the Jets. Joe Flacco rallying the Jets to a 31-30 win over the Browns. It's a very Cleveland loss. Lions beat the Commanders, whatever. Uh, Um, Good for Dan Campbell. Yeah, okay. And and Jared Goff with four touchdown passes in the game. Yeah, Dan Campbell's really likable. They uh, they asked him at his press conference today about you know watching Monday Night Football and scouting opponents. He joked, he was like, "I drank so much my notes I couldn't read them this morning, so I had to get a coffee and start over." <laughs> Bucks twenty to ten over the Saints. We don't have to talk about that one. Tempers flared. Aye. So Jameis Winston has nine starts. Mm-hmm. As a saint, and two of them he played terribly. So the, a lot of the reaction was, "Get him out! He's a bum! He stinks! All that!" He stunk on Sunday, terribly. But 
one bad game is not reason to be done with the guy, if that makes sense. I mean, two out of nine is not good enough in the NFL. You've got to be sharp on a weekly basis, sure. But, like, I, I turned on the radio Monday morning, and, and I heard somebody say that they shouldn't have gotten rid of Ian Book, and, and that's that was enough Saints content for me for the week. Um, it was brutal, but at least defensively we know they're great. Yeah, they are that. They are uh, good, except for the fact that they gave up 17 in the fourth quarter. Uh, one of them is a pick six. Eh, points. <laughs> You're right. That's not on the defense, though. That's fair. Uh, the G-Men are 2-0 and for the first time in six years. Brian Dayball's team wins 19-16 over the Panthers. The Patriots beat the Steelers 17-14. Um, Mac Jones had a touchdown pass in the game. Jags shut out the Colts. How about that? 24 nothing. Trevor Lawrence, couple of touchdown passes. A remarkable come-from-behind win for the Miami Dolphins to Atangavailoa. Six, count them, six touchdown passes and 469 yards as the Dolphins outscore the Ravens 28-3 to in the fourth quarter for a road win. Yeah, a lot of people were discrediting it. I, I, it cracks me up so bad. Oh, well, the, the receivers were just wide open. Like, yeah. Uh, but why were they wide open? In the NFL, that is uh, wide open is if you got to step on a guy. Tua was given the opportunity to throw to literally wide open receivers. But but maybe some credit should be given to not just Tua but also his coach. It, it, the, people say that as if like Baltimore just like fell down and like have two left feet and and didn't know how to play defense. Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel might start. actually be really freaking good at his job. Maybe that should that should be the conversation. But what do I know? Matt Stafford three touchdown passes and a win for the Rams over the Falcons. Falcons are zero and two. Niners get the win over the Seahawks, twenty-seven to seven. The story from that game though was a broken ankle for Jimmy or for uh, Trey Lance, and Jimmy G is now the starting quarterback. See, it all worked out for Garoppolo. Just stay put, bide your time. And now he's the starter in San Fran, and boy, are the 49ers glad they've still got him on the roster. Cowboys 20-17 to over the Bengals. We talked about almost 28 million people watched that game. Broncos beat the Texans. The Texans now have the fun record of 0-1-1. Fun game in Las Vegas. Cardinals come from behind, and they win it 29-23 in overtime over the Raiders. Yeah, and uh, the the beta for the new Call of Duty was released last week too. So Kyler Murray playing well despite that is uh, is impressive. Man, the, the the Raiders just handed that game over. I mean, state fans are frustrated with their execution. Oh boy, imagine being a state and a Raiders fan out there. There may be one. I feel <laughs> terrible for that guy wherever he is. Packers beat the Bears 27-10 on Sunday night football. 234 yards and a couple of touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. Two games last night that were blowouts, but they were kind of interesting because they were blowouts. Bills 41-7 over the Titans. Four touchdown passes for Josh Allen in the game. Eagles 24-7 over the Vikings. Jalen Hurts was good. 333 yards, had over 100 yards rushing. That means three former Alabama starting quarterbacks in the NFL and Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Tagovailoa, and they are a combined five and one on the season. How about that? Thanks, Lane. Appreciate it.
Lane and but, Sark and yeah. Th- thanks et for revolutionizing the Alabama offense. That was awesome. We we appreciate you you very much. Nick Remember could be, when Alabama produced quarterbacks like Greg McElroy and their best one was AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron, and they were like decent backups in the NFL for a short amount of time. Those were the good old days. I liked it better when it was like that. <laughs> Although the results for Alabama didn't seem to be that much different. No. All right, thanks for being with us. Say Dad will join us again tomorrow. He'll be back for Michael Borky. I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Have a great Tuesday night. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.